Today is the first Sunday of Lent. As of last Wednesday, which was Ash Wednesday, the season of Lent begin, began. During the season of Lent, we reflect on Jesus' suffering. We reflect on the meaning of the cross. Let us ask ourselves, what is the meaning of suffering? What, what is meaning of the Jesus, of Jesus' suffering? And what is the meaning of the cross? There are, I mean, so many things that we can talk about. We hear a lot about Jesus' suffering. We hear it so much, we have heard it so much that we don't even think about the meaning. We have become numb. Yes, okay, Jesus suffered. Uh, yes, the cross Jesus died on. We just take it as a fact without really understanding uh, the implication and significance of it. But I like to say, I mean, there are many other things, but I like to say to you today, there's just one thing very clearly what Jesus' suffering teaches us. Just one thing. That one thing is, Jesus was not a friend of this world. That's one thing that I want to say. Jesus was not a friend of this world. As a matter of fact, the world hated him. That was what his suffering and his cross were all about. The world hated him, period. The world rejected him. The world made him a criminal. The world spat at him, mocked him, and crucified him. I'm not just talking about Roman world or Jewish world. I'm talking about the world as a whole, including the world we live in. Jesus showed us very clearly that he did not belong to the world. And he tells us, you do not belong to the world. You do not belong to the world. In his last prayer before he died, he prayed like this. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. How much more clear than this? Jesus was very clear that he did not belong to the world and he tells us and he prays for us that, and then declares that we do not belong to the world. God loves us and sees us as his precious daughter 
and precious son. But the world does not love you and does not see you as its beloved child. No. The world sees you as a slave. The world sees you as his servant. The world wants to use you as a slave. You're merely a small, dispensable screw in a gigantic machine. Always dispensable. When you do well what the world wants you to do, the world loves you. The world embraces you. And the world becomes your best friend. But when you cannot or won't do what the world expects from you, the world hates you, the world rejects you, and the world becomes your worst enemy. There are two ways the world controls you. Absorption and alienation. These are two ways the world controls you. First, the world wants to absorb you so that you can do what the world wants you to do. But if the world cannot absorb you, it alienates you so that you are not in the way. That was what happened to Jesus. It was not because Jesus did not know how to survive in this world. Don't think that Jesus did not know how to survive in this world. It was not because he did not have power and an influence to be successful in this world. He was capable. He has so many people who followed him and he was able to use them if he wanted to, to be successful in this world. He had charisma. So it was not that he did not know how to survive and do well in this world. But Jesus did not want to play the game this world wanted him to play. Jesus did not want to be a puppet of this world. Jesus did not fall into the temptation, the lure and manipulation of this world. Rather, Jesus boldly proclaimed the kingdom of God, the alternative world. Not this world, but the alternative world, the kingdom of God, he proclaimed. And he tells us, you belong here to the kingdom of God, not to this world. The time is fulfilled 
And the kingdom of God has come near, has come to you. Repent and believe in the good news. What is Jesus saying? The kingdom of God, of this world, kingdom, the kingdom of this world is not your kingdom. The kingdom of God has come to you now. You belong to the kingdom of God, not to the kingdom of this world. Repent, meaning change your thinking. Don't think that you belong to this world. You belong to God. Change your thinking. Believe in the good news. The good news is that you are a child of God, not a slave of this world. You are a child of God. That was the first thing the heaven declared when Jesus came, when Jesus started the ministry. The first thing that heaven declared was this. And the voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. God in heaven affirmed to Jesus that you are my child. You belong to me. The world may reject you, but you are mine. You are mine. The world cannot take you away from me. You are mine. Jesus clearly knew to whom he belonged. So my friends, know whom you belong to. Know who you are. Know that you are the child of God. You are a precious daughter and precious son of God. And knowing that, my friends, is not a cerebral understanding or cerebral concept. It's not something that you can even rationally decide for himself. Knowing that is probably the most difficult thing. Know that you are a child of God is the most difficult thing to do. Because it's not something that you can understand with your brain. Once you know clearly from the heart with a conviction that you are a child of God, everything's done. Your spiritual journey is over. It's done. But that is so hard to accept that you are a child of God. That is baptism. The Spirit came down upon Jesus and it descended on Jesus like a dove, very gentle dove. And all of a sudden, the next, next verse, the spirit was not like a gentle dove anymore. It says, and the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. Here, drive out, meaning ekbolo. When was it used? In Mark, when Jesus cast out demons from the unclean spirit, cast out the unclean spirits, Mark used ekbolo, drove out. The same word Mark is using for spirit, ekbolo, Jesus, out 
into the wilderness. Powerful and violent action. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness and there he was tempted. What was temptation all, was all about? What was it about? I mean, temptation is something that you uh, do what you are not supposed to do. That's not what temptation is in the scripture. This temptation is all about Jesus' identity. Temptation was all about uh, the fact that Jesus was a child of God or son of God. Mark does not describe the details of the, uh, the content of temptation. But Matthew and Luke, when you read them, you see the, uh, the, the detailed content of temptation. If you are the son of God, it's about identity. It's about Jesus being the son of God. If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. And if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. All about questioning whether Jesus was a son of God. No, if Jesus was the son of God, not if. Knowing that you are a child of God is not a conceptual acceptance or rational decision. You will also be tempted. You will also be tested. Only through your faith you can understand and accept that you are a child of God. Only through faith that is possible. At the end, Satan showed his true motive. Serve me because you are a slave. You are my slave, so serve me. That is what the world wants from you. Be my servant. You're not my precious child. Just be my slave. I'll use you until you're useful. After that, you're dispensable. Anybody else can replace you. All these I will give you if you fall down and worship me, serve me. That's what Satan wanted Jesus to do. This world, I'll give it to you. If you live like a slave, my slave, work all night, all day, Give all your energy, all your brain, all your intelligence, even sacrifice your health and sacrifice your family, everything you give to me, you work there like that, like a slave, then I'll give you. You'll be at the top of the world. I will give you this world. Jesus did not play that game. Jesus said, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Serve only him. My friend, don't try so hard to be.
be accepted by this world. Don't try so hard to be loved by this world. Don't be so sad because you did not make it to the top of the world. Don't try so hard to fit in. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Don't do that. Don't do that. When you are rejected, don't feel so bad because Jesus was first rejected. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own because you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. How much more clear can Jesus speak to you about who you are, about your relationship with the world? You may be in the world, but you do not belong to the world. You're not of this world. You're God's precious child. God will give you the power that you need, won't he? God will give you the authority you need, won't he? Two weeks ago I told you, live with authority. And God will give you that authority to live happy, good life. God will take care of your needs and God will give you the eternal victory. The body that you have will perish someday, but you will have the eternal tent that God has prepared for you. You have the eternal life. When you belong to this world, you perish with the world. But because you belong to the kingdom of God, you will live forever. During this Lent, you will face many temptations, many testings, maybe some many Rejections too. But be strong in your understanding that you belong to God. You are a precious child of God. Remember that always. And you'll come out of that temptation and testing stronger. Stronger.